Hanging Water Cheers to Egan Sanders and learning the law of attraction. Enjoy. So what we do in the um, in, in Attracted is to break through those things, we use different, you know, exercises. So we actually have a card. I'm trying to look for it now. It's called Easy. Nice. So the way the way you would do the easy card is I would say, um, ladies, tell me something that's easy for you to do one at a time. What's something easy for you to that's easy for you? Something that's e just what do ride you ride my bike. Okay. Ride your bike. Take a hike. Okay, take a hike. So I would say breathing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Something yeah. really simple. So you say, say oh, okay. So sometimes the cards are about conversation with people saying, well, what do you know, what do you think about this? What's easy for you? And then in the meditation, that's with that card. You think of your goal and you imagine it coming to you easy. So it's not just visualizing what you want, but it's saying, let me add that energy of ease to it. And then we, and then you do meditation, sometimes just breathing, whatever. So it's taking the idea and kind of like looking at it from different angles, not just affirming it, affirming it. Like I, I'm prosperous. I prosper. But it's like, oh, I, it, it's now easy for me to be prosperous. You see, because there's little, because a lot of people have programmed in their mind. It's difficult or it's challenging. It'll take a lot of time or people don't want to help me or blah, blah, blah. You know, they'll come up with all these things or it has to be like tedious. You know, we have little cards in the game, which is little wild cards, um, which are little fun ones. You know, like this one is, um, you know, if you could travel in time, when and where would you visit? If you could travel in time, when and where would you visit? I would go for, probably for Egypt, Egypt or Greece. Why? Well, why would you choose those destinations? Um, because there's a lot of, uh, cool esoteric and feminine principles that were going on around that. There's guys there too. <laughs> and what about your, what about your daughter? What would you, where would you go if you could time travel anywhere? Yeah, I would probably go to like, um, the, when Michelangelo and all these artists were alive and Picasso and meet them and see mm -hmm. their process and things. Interesting. Okay. See so their process. Okay. Yeah. I've done that. It's always interesting. It's, you can also go into the future. Some people say, well, I want to go into the future because then the earth will be better, you know, something like that, but freeing up the mind to possibilities that that's the thing is that paradoxically, even with the game and I found myself, I would ask for very little, like I would still ask for stuff, but I'd be like, well, let me just see what I can get, you know? <laughs> and so what we want to do is we want to, you know, so it's good to have a bed, you know, but you might say, well, I mean, whole furniture set, like if you needed it, not that you have to get, you know, be too materialistic, but you know, or this. So we even have a card in the game where you sort of like take your goal and then you say, ask for more. So that's another thing where people say like, I can ask for more, not just getting by, but what if I, you know, had an abundance, an infinite abundance, you see? I love that. And I love that it's in game form because it really is a new mindset, a new pattern you have to create. We're on a meditation a couple times a week. And we go up to this with the uh, Center for Creators and we go up to this plane and that's what it's about celebrating and as though it has occurred and all of that means. And it really takes a practice because we're not, you know, we think of an idea like I want a car and, you know, of course, <laughs> excuse me, everyone said go drive it, all that. But there's so much of our life, we don't really go to that next level. We're like, mm. oh, well, I don't have it, so it's not real, so why would I do that? To go in and play, like you said, and expand. Like, you know, why get one when you can get 10? Or in our, our school of uh, spirituality, it's like, go for the grocery store, not the loaf of bread. 
Yeah, we live we live in the age of Aquarius, so it's it's a transformational age where people are actualizing their potential. And the reason I one of the other reasons I created the game about two years prior was I saw a documentary about Julius Rosenwald, who you probably have no idea who that is. But back in about 100 years ago, in the 1920s, 1930s, at that time, um, Sears, Sears Roebuck was sort of like the combination of Amazon and Walmart of its time. Mm-hmm. They actually did mail order and they had stores and everything. And anyway, Julius Rosenwald eventually became the president of the company, then he retired. Today's money, he'd be like a billionaire. So um, he was Jewish and in their tradition, they do charity. So he was like, well, like I have like billion, like billions of dollars in today's money. Like, what am I going to do with it? So he talked to some people at the Tuskegee Institute. And they said, you know, when you go to the American South, there's all these areas of, of black Americans where they don't have very good schools, the shacks, so they don't have anything there. And so he came up with an idea where he would go into community and build a school. He would contribute half of the money and the building crew and all that. And then they would contribute half of the money in the community. And he would build this beautiful schoolhouse that would also serve as a community center in the evenings. Maya Angelou went to one of them. So several, you know, many, many, you know, a lot of African-American people to go back, they'll say, yes, we knew somebody in our family. It was all the way from like, I think it was like Maryland, all the way down to Texas. Uh, it was like thousands and thousands, like 5,000 schools. So you don't hear about it much, although in today's political climate, it's an important thing. So he realized that he wanted to empower the people. They split the money with him to, to build everything. And that had a huge impact. And I thought, yeah, I mean, I don't build schools, but I said, if I could give people a tool where they could create their own reality, we could create a paradise on this planet. We could, maybe not everybody, but if enough people like felt empowered and learned how to like set goals and to work with energy and to take certain actions, you know, whatever our path was, whatever brought us joy, we could all pursue that. So that's still ultimately my hope, you know, um, four years in, actually the anniversary, actually the anniversary was last week. I realized that it was July 3rd when I came with the game. So this is actually on the fourth anniversary. I was like, wow, um, hopefully in another four years, I've been selling the game all over the world, but hopefully another four years, I'll have millions of people playing it. That's what I would like. And, and that way they can help themselves and help each other playing in groups. I think that was one of my questions is like, could you play it by yourself or do you need others to play? You can play a different way. So you can play a solo game and that might just be setting a goal and then picking some cards. I use it sometimes as attractive coach where a person will come to me with an issue and I say, well, which, what do you want to create? And then I'll play the game with them. But primarily most people have played it in a group and that can be up to nine people. So the way that works is that one person acts as a moderator. That's somebody who simply guides, you know, tells people when it's their turn, they pull a card and that person, the moderator, you know, reads the card. Um, So that's been very effective. And um, what's nice too, is that a lot of times with our law of attraction practices or spiritual practices in general, many of them are solitarian. You know, you're in a room or you're in your prayer area or you're like you're in your mind, which is where I am a lot of my time going, Okay, I want to create this. And you're not interacting with the people. And um, one thing that is a very famous book, it was called Wishcraft. And wish wasn't witchcraft was witchcraft and witchcraft was witchcraft was about um, a woman who formed a group where people would come and they would and they would say, "Okay, Joe, what do you want? The guy says, well, I'm looking for a girlfriend. 
And the other people in the group would try to help that person manifest it, you know? So in a group energy, they were all sort of collectively saying, well, the community and this, that. So when you play a game of attracted, what's really interesting is everybody has a different goal, but then as you're, as every person goes, you're focusing your energy on that person succeeding. And then people will see things from a different angle because some of the things are discussions where they'll have a topic and they'll sort of discuss something and, you know, and it'll be related to that person's goal. And what's interesting is you get that support because often, again, if you're, you know, a solitarian, you're praying and you're doing your mudra or mantra or whatever it is, you're like, all right, come on, universe, give it to me. But when you're with other people, they're interacting with you. They can see your face. And so some law of attraction teachers say, don't tell people your goals, you know, you keep it secret. And sometimes that's a wise thing to do. Sometimes you don't want to tell somebody who's negative, like what your goal is, because they're probably going to, you know, probably not be supportive. But what I found is, when we share our goals with each other, usually you're there for the similar things. We want similar things and people can relate to it and they, they want you to succeed. I've never played a game of attractive where somebody didn't want me to succeed or the other people didn't want to succeed. So it's nice. It's, it's a way of leveling things and realizing you're not alone because a lot of things that you want, the peace, the happiness, the health, um, a, a good career, you know, whatever those things are, it is doable. But we have to share those things. And that's part of the new energy we're moving into where it's um, group work. So coming out of the, the, I think, as far as I know about astrology, it was more about, you know, um, in, you know, being an individual and, you know, energy, male energy. And now it's more of a softer yin energy and people working collectively together. So why not harness that in a group, you know, to manifest your goal and get that support? It's, it's lovely when people, you know, can receive what you, you know, what you're kind of putting into the universe and don't judge you. So, how, so can you win the game or how do you, how do you win this well, board game? You can win the game when you get your manifestation. Um, um, so um, there's two, well, there's two ways to win. One is you get what you want. Um, but the way we actually play the game is, and, and this is the original version. So this is the board game. So the idea is that we start on position one, which is intention. Mm -hmm. And then we're trying to get to position 30, which is manifestation. So it's sort of like spiral. You know, the spiral is a very mystical symbol about creation. Like DNA is a spiral and there's certain religions, a spiral, spiral. So if you're playing with other people, you're all starting on position one and they're taking their turns. So typically the person who gets to you know, position 30, uh, 30 right here, um, I guess typically winning the game. Um, <laughs> So that's one way to do it. And some people get competitive, but it's not like Monopoly where you're trying to like, you know, whatever. Um, I found over time that we've been playing less with the board. So the way that works is that you, when you play with the board, everybody has a game token, which is actually called technically the name is a meeple. So a meeple is a mini people here. And you'll see that it looks like a little person and their arms are open to receive. So everybody has a little meeples and stuff like that. But we've actually been playing the game without Without the game board, I have a lady who, um, in Littleton who's been playing for a couple of years now with her group every month, and they play just play the cards. People just take their turn, and they pull a card, and they do their affirmation, and then they um, – so, yeah, you can play it any way you want. Some people do get competitive, but for the most part, um, you know, having the group collective energy and people really focusing on that and feeling expanded and accelerating things, that's really the win for everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, having said that, um, usually when you play the game within 24 hours, usually something synchronistic happens. I found like I'll play it. If I'm very clear on the goal, 
some weird thing will happen. I'll either manifest it like a, a, a friend of mine played the game and she was kind of low on money. And then she got unexpected money. Like, I think like two days later, um, another lady had like a health condition and then she got better. Like, like very, like, I don't, I can't explain. And in my own life, I was playing a lot for enlightenment. So I'd be like, okay, cause you can play with any kind of goal. I was playing for enlightenment. And then I had like, I was playing the game and I pulled the, there's actually a card called enlightenment in the game. So I actually pulled that card because synchronistically you're attracting what you're putting out. And then I had like an amazing insight and it was a very profound game. And I think my, like my awareness like grew from that, you know? So it's interesting how you pull in things. Wow. Yeah. And I, I like the whole group thing because it's like, even in, you know, the Bible or the more traditional Christian, which many people are, where two or more are gathered, you know, so where you have people together and you're all visualizing and it's even why we do our meditation, that group energy manifests far quicker than um, you alone, you know, just like anything, like a group of 10 people can get something done quicker than one in a lot of ways. And then to have the playfulness of it. And like you said, there's ways to get to know people, yeah. learn what they want, visualize for them. I mean, like the whole idea of prayer, when a lot of people pray for somebody, mm-hmm. they usually find greater health quicker. So that group is... Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, like we all are consciousness experiencing itself. So if there's more than one consciousness, like people together, and we're all experiencing kind of the same thing and trying to put that forward, like it does make sense why that would work yeah well you know in the wiccan tradition um they create a cone of power a cone so that's one thing that they do where they do rituals and they they align with the earth energies and different cycles and seasons and the full moons and they do all these things so there's all these energies that we can harness sometimes it's a mental image sometimes it's a feeling and also without getting too esoteric another important thing is simply action so sometimes metaphysical people are like, yeah, I want to do all these things and all those great things are going to happen. And I'm like, well, did you actually take any, you know, you want to start a business? Did you actually, you know, get a business license or do anything? No, no, I'm waiting for something. I'm like, well, take action. So we have a couple of cards about action, actually doing something, because that is a way you create your reality. We create our reality through our actions or our thoughts. We create time through our perceptions. We even create our bodies, through exercise and through our demeanor and how we emote and how we, you know, relate to other people. So, so action is important. And I don't, you know, the game is good. And so if you believe play attractive, well, typically what will happen is it will change your consciousness, which will change your actions and how you react to people. I think, you know, it's, it's inspired action as we call it, because it's not like, Oh, I better do this. So this gets done. It's like, Oh, boom, this idea, wow, I better go call them or find them or I can investigate this. Like to me, a lot of it is more inspired, whereas we're trained to just take action. So it's like in between the two. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening and stay vibrant out there.